All right. Welcome, everybody, to the 20th episode of Sports Cards Live. Bit of a milestone episode tonight and fitting that we are going to do a expo, a virtual expo preview show to let everybody know what we sort of saw today in the expo itself. We've gotten to the platform and we were able to see what this thing's going to look like. So we're going to show you that and talk about that. Amit Acharya, also known as Titan Hockey Stick on Instagram and 99 Goals everywhere else, will be joining me on screen in a few minutes. But before I bring on Amit, as usual, I just want to, you know, this is the, ep the 20th episode. I'd love to thank all the guests I've had so far, but that'll take too long. So I'm just going to, you know, thank uh, last last Wednesday's guest, Ken Reed, anchor on Sportsnet was the guest and what an amazing guest he was. We talked about hockey cards and the, the hobby in general for about an hour and a half. That video now lives on the YouTube channel, Sports Cards Live. If you haven't yet, please do go subscribe to the channel. Also want to thank last uh, this past Saturday's guest, Jeff Wolf of Iconic Auctions, a good friend of mine. He joined me. We talked about everything auction business in the hobby. His company is the one that just auctioned off the Michael Jordan love letter, the 20-page love letter with like three Jordan autographs. So that was a pretty cool conversation. Also, I uh, want to announce that this coming Saturday, after the virtual expo ends, we'll be doing a virtual expo recap episode. And then next Wednesday, the guest on Sports Cards Live will be Steve Grad. Steve is the lead, lead autograph authenticator for Beckett Auto Authentication Services and has appeared on over 100 episodes of Pawn Stars. So that will be awesome, too. He's got a lot of insight and should be uh, able to help us understand what autograph authentication is all about the old episodes of sports cards live everybody they live on the on the youtube channel you can go watch them they are long i'm going to warn you they're usually we go for an hour and a half to over two hours i recommend you watch them in chunks so you don't uh you know find yourself having to watch a two-hour uh episode watch them in chunks and uh or longer if you want but they uh they tend to go and we keep them pretty interesting so check those out um and then uh you know Obviously, we have the virtual expo coming up this weekend, so be sure to check that out. Uh, again, that's what this episode's about. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring on tonight's guest for this special 20th episode, Amit Acharya. Amit is a good friend of mine. Amit, welcome to Sports Cards Live, my friend. How are you today? I'm really good. I'm excited. I'm a big fan of yours, Jeremy. Been watching all the episodes. I'll actually watch the full two hours, sometimes late at night. Doesn't bother me. But yeah, man, I'm totally jazzed for this. Awesome, man. Well, it's 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 great to have you. Um, you know, for anybody watching, Amit and I, we go back. We've been friends uh through Expo, through the hobby for going on probably at least 15 years by now. And so it, you know, it only felt natural for me to bring on one of my closest hobby friends to the, on this 20th episode, this expo preview show, uh, somebody, you know, we've been setting up beside each other at expo now for probably six or seven years. And, uh, so it just, it just felt right to, to invite you to the show tonight to meet. And I'm glad you're available. Um, it's awesome. I mean, expo is the real expo is it's our Mecca. It's something that we look forward to. You know, we go to the expo, we spend those three days together and as soon as it's over on the Sunday, we start the countdown till the next expo. And we're fortunate that unlike the national, the expo is twice a year. It's the first weekend in May and the second weekend in November. 
And you know, the countdown starts every single time. And it's not just you and me, it's, it's our whole, we have, a, we have a pretty large crew, a bunch of buddies from the show. And, uh, and we, all, we count down, we cannot wait for the next expo. So without the real expo happening, we are, we are forced to make do without it. And lucky for us, Steve Menzi, the owner of Expo, decided to put together this virtual expo. And when we first found out about it, we were pretty, we were pretty excited about it. I know I'm excited about it, but I mean, how excited are you about this? I'm so jazzed. And you know, when it comes to expos, we always measure it in the number of days, number of sleeps, usually leading up to, you see many posts on Instagram, on Facebook, two sleep till expo, three sleep till expo. So I'm so jazzed for this. I mean, obviously I would love to be there in person, but this is this is the best thing that out there right now. And Steve's giving us a, a chance to, to relive a, another boyhood memory of ours as we grow up. Yeah, you know, exactly. And what, what I like about this is, you know, a lot of people don't know what to expect. And how could you know what to expect? You've never been to the virtual expo before. None of us have. And even you and I hadn't been there until today. We were allowed in with some exhibitor access. So we got to navigate. We got to set up our booths, what, what, whatever that meant. And we'll get to that. And we got to check out other booths. And we actually hung out pretty much all day in there and uh, talked to some of the other vendors and got to, you know, kind of share our, our tips and tricks, our, our strategies and our approach to this. Um, but, you know, what I'm I think what I'm happiest about or almost like most proud of is that we have the opportunity to be a part of something new. And, you know, in a way, in a way, we're pioneering this new virtual expo concept. And, you know, I love the hobby. I love cards. I love card shows. So it was no brainer to obviously support this show. And I mean, we talk almost every day. So you were, you were the same way you were willing, you wanted to support this from the beginning. Was there anything sort of about it? Did you ever hesitate? Was there any sort of anything where you thought, Oh, you know, cause like everybody else like, well, what's this going to be? I don't know what to expect. Uh, is it, I could just go on eBay. Well, we're, we're, we're going to explain to you that that's not, that's not the case here, but was there, how about you? Were you as, 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 you know, just all in from the beginning, like I was. I was totally all in and I was actually joking with Steve Menzi through text messages that I was 70% sure. And then an hour later, 80% sure. And then I was like, okay, look, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Um, I was jazzed for this. It's an online experience. It's a virtual expo. It's the first of its kind. I want to be there at the forefront because that's the way we learn, grow the hobby, and we can become the SMEs or subject matter experts in the future. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people are thinking is, you know, you go to the expo, you talk to people in person, you have those personal uh, interactions and, um, you know, conversations and catching up and, hey, you're walking down the aisle. Hey, how's it going? Great to see you again. Hey, you know, what's going on? How's your last six months been? Um, you know, I often joke that I see people at Expo more than I see some of my own friends or family who, you know, maybe don't live nearby. I see these guys at Expo, these guys and gals at Expo all the time, um, all the time being twice a year. But that, you know, like I said, it's more than you see a lot of other people in your life. So what, what I'm happy about is that from what we saw today is that there's still going to be that intimate type of experience where, you know, just like you and I are sitting on screen right now chatting, the virtual expo is somewhat set up the same way, but it's even better because we're, we can have more than just two of us on the screen talking. And, you know, if you and I are chatting, some other people could come in, we can welcome them onto, onto the screen and, and to all the viewers, we'll get to how that's going to work. But, um, you know, we can still have those those 
personal interactions with each other, which are not, you know, we're not in physical proximity, but we're certainly in social proximity. And that's what I, I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, COVID killed Expo, among other things, among many other things like the sports that drive all this. But, you know, this is, uh, and thanks to Steve and his team, we still, we have this opportunity to have uh, a taste of Expo and to really invite all of the attendees. It's kind of weird to say, but invite them into our homes. Like you're, this is where I'm going to be tomorrow on my booth. You're going to have the same angle, just like with a meet, you're going to have that angle. So you're going to be able to, to see all that. Before we move on, I just want to point out to all the viewers watching and thanks everyone for tuning in. If you want to make comments, because if you've watched the show before, I try and really get everybody's comments involved. You need to go to, please go, I'm going to put it up on the ticker right now. If you haven't yet, go to streamyard.com Facebook, click the big blue button, and that will allow a, a StreamYard to, to see your name, especially if you're watching on Facebook. If you're watching on YouTube, you don't need to do that. Another thing I want to mention, we are going to be having some giveaways courtesy of Steve Menzi later on, who is Captain Expo, later on in the episode. And these, these giveaways are going to be based on some trivia questions. And these trivia questions, the answers to these trivia questions are going to be dropped during this episode. So you, you want to pay attention. You want to be here now. And the other tip I'll give you is if you're watching on Facebook in the Sports Card Live Facebook group, you're actually 10 seconds behind the live stream. Whereas if you're watching on YouTube, you're in real time. So whoever's watching on YouTube is going to have an advantage when it comes to answering those trivia questions in about an hour's time when we bring Steve on and get into, get into those. So with that said, today, as I mentioned, we got to see the expo and we were in there for a while. And so we want to tell everybody kind of what we saw and what we think that you're going to, what you're going to see to help shed some light on the mystery of what is virtual expo and how does that work? So let's get, do a little review here, Amit. What uh, what are some of the key sort of things that you want people to know who are going to come in as attendees to help them navigate and, you know, to really, let's speed up that learning curve for them. What do you want to share? So the one thing I will share, which I think is awesome, is the ease of use. So, and we'll show this very shortly, it's actually now might be a good time to show this, the screen share. We can actually see, you can actually navigate very easily to things on the left-hand rail um, and Jeremy's bringing it up. You can see it's very easy. On the left-hand side, you'll see all the booth uh, spots you can go visit for the expo. There's the reception, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can see you can very quickly you can see your people on the screen. It's very easy. It's very intuitive and very easy to use. Jeremy, you might want to point out some of the things on the left side rail. Yeah, it's easier for me to see them. So let me do that. So guys, when you're when this is actually a view of um, this is my booth at Expo today. So I was in my booth, as you can see over here, this is my this is my live feed where my mouse is going in circles, okay? And then up here in the far corner, this was the second camera that I had on one of my showcases, which is literally sitting on the floor beside me uh, using a second camera. So I'm gonna, if it was just, if I had nobody else in the booth with me, you would simply see me and uh, my showcase taking up you know, half of the screen on each side. But during this time when I captured this image, we had some other people. So there's a meet, uh, he was in my booth with me. I, I Basically when you get into the booth, into anybody's booth, you can click up in the 
right top right here, you can click and it'll say share camera and mic. And when the booth vendor sees that you've done that, they can invite you in and you'll come on screen. And now we can talk with video and audio. And um, so that's what happened here. I had invited a meet, a meet tried to get on into my booth. I know I shouldn't have, but I let him in. All right. And then this is Jim. Jim um, has a, his booth is called Vintage Hockey Card Shop. And um, he'll actually be having an interesting program during the show. If you go to his booth, he's going to be hosting some, um, you know, just, just some uh, panel discussions with, with uh, buddies of his to talk about vintage cards. So be sure to check out his booth. But we had him in here. Here was Scott and Mikey. They work in, on Steve's team. So they were in helping me with some support. And there was Steve himself. So as you can see, this is, this is what a booth looks like, but this isn't the whole thing because right now, you know, where's, where are the cards beside this, besides this one showcase, which is really just there to grab attention. You don't really see much else. So I'm going to continue just showing you uh, how to navigate. So back, back to here, this is reception. This is the stage. So if you click on here, there's going to be main stage programming. And if you go to the email, you go to the website, you're going to see what's happening on the main stage. So that's where we'll go for main stage programming, like Austin Matthews and, and all the other guys that are coming on there. This next icon here is called sessions. So if you want to have a private session with somebody, you do that here and you're basically going to share a video link and then you guys can be in a private room and have a discussion, whether that's vendor and attendee or attendee attendee. I think it's, it's available to both. This next icon is called networking. This one's kind of interesting. It's sort of like speed dating where if you want to go, if you click this button and somebody else randomly click that button on their end, it's going to match two of you together to have a random video conversation. So we'll see how much that gets used. It might be fun, might be cool. If you're bored, check that out. And then the bottom one is the expo. So when you click on here, it's going to take you to the main page and it's going to bring up visual logos of everybody's booth. So for my booth, you're going to see the sports cards live um, logo. So you'll click on that and that'll bring you into the booth. Now, when you get into the booth, you're not going to be on screen. The vendor isn't going to know you're there unless you request to come up on what they're calling the stage by asking to share your video and your audio. So that's the, that button is right over here. Right now it says leave because we were in there. So that's also where you where you click to say leave. Okay, so you can actually go from booth to booth and look at what they're what they're doing in their booth without them knowing that you're there. As a vendor, I mean, Amit, I'm, you might feel the same way. You might not. I want people to let me know. I want you to come in. If you're going to look at my booth, I want you to come say hi. I want to see who you are. I want to have a quick conversation. I want to learn about what you collect. I want to learn about how you approach the hobby a little bit at least, right? So please do come and say hello. Continuing on though, onto the right side now, you've got the booth itself. So if you, everybody's allowed to have this, this blue button here. So I chose for my blue button to say, check out the YouTube channel, please subscribe because I'm trying to build up this show. But other people are gonna have a link to their eBay store there, or they're gonna have a link to their ComC store or their own website, whatever it is. I'm choosing to just go to YouTube, please subscribe, check out my videos. And then where I'm actually gonna show you my cards is in the chat. So right there is the chat tab. If you click on, and I can't show you right now because this is just a still image, but if you click on chat, I'm gonna have a pinned post to the very top. And in that pinned post is gonna be a link to my Dropbox. 
And my Dropbox is going to have about 15 subfolders. One's called baseball cards. One's called basketball cards. One's called graded modern hockey. One's called graded vintage hockey, etc. That's how I'm doing it. Other people are going to have a link to their Google Drive or their Google Photos. And that's where they're going to have their cards that you can see. So you come to my booth, you say hi, you click on the link to the cards, you go look at them and maybe in a separate window. And then you come back and you you ask to come on, on the stage. I, I admit you on the stage and you say, hey, I really liked your Wayne Gretzky rookie card. Um, can I buy it from you? And I say, yeah, show me the money, right? So that's kind of um, that's kind of how the cards thing will, or not just cards, but cards and memorabilia, how that will work um, as far as as far as I can tell so far, based on the the day we got to spend in there today. Amit, anything to add at all to this navigation of the still photo? Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to point out is you can see there's many people on screen. So if you have a pair of headphones, that's probably the most ideal way to experience the expo. So that way you get clear sound. Um, you'll also have to notice that you can actually uh, set up several tabs. So in your tab, you can go to one booth and have your booth open. So when you're doing that, remember some simple booth etiquette. One is make sure you're mute and unmuting where in the proper spots, right? For obviously if you have your booth, uh, sound on in your booth, you don't want it on in Jeremy's booth or else you'll hear some reverb. Yeah. Um, another one is you have to think about the lately with COVID, everyone's doing Zoom calls. So you have to, there's a lot of etiquette. So raising your hand, uh, some facial gestures, just to get the attention or using the chat window to talk to a person, um, not just butting in and trying to yell over top of the other person. Um, so that's definitely one thing I would definitely call out. Uh, and the one thing I will say with this, and it's kind of, if you're an introvert, you'll be an extrovert fairly quickly because you're going to be putting on your best game face when you're talking to people. So I'm kind of excited to see some people kind of come out of their shell for that reason alone. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Go ahead, Jeremy. I was going to say that that's a cool idea. I didn't. I never. I never really thought of that, but that's uh, that's true. I mean, I think. I think you know we're we're. I don't say trapped in our own homes for so long because I know a lot of areas are opening up now, but we've we've certainly been keeping to ourselves for the past three or so months i don't know how many people out there are doing zoom conference calls and all that i've had my zoom and we have poker some of this sort of zoom fit um found and and just say hi hey as vendors we want we want to meet the people that are coming to the show. So definitely it's really uh, going to be enjoyable for everybody. Um, and then, and of course, check out the main stage website. Steve has added more um, sort of panels or whatever, more content to that. And I'll mention it now. So I'm actually going to be hosting um, sort of on behalf of myself, Sports Cards Live at 1.15 p.m. Eastern time on Friday on the main stage. I'll be hosting a discussion with Beckett Grading Services senior grader David Poole. Uh, he's been a grader for over 21 years and uh, spoke to him on the phone today. Um, it's going to be an awesome discussion. Uh, we're going to talk about what it's, you know, how do you become a grader, what it's like to grade and we're going to we're going to, you know, touch on uh, some of the points that are 
you know, interesting to people that are going to be watching. Like, you know, let's face it, grading is a big part of the hobby. Beckett is a big player in grading. And um, so that should be pretty interesting. I haven't written up all my questions for him yet, but I certainly will be doing that. And that's going to be really awesome. So if you're going to be at the expo, which you should all be there, if you're watching this video, you should all be registered already to come to the expo on Friday and Saturday. Check out the, the main stage and check out uh, the discussion I'll be having with David Poole of Beckett Grading Services. Austin Matthews is coming to the show um, amongst, amongst others. So, um, you know, check out the main stage, guys. I think it's going to be something that you don't get the chance to do usually. And even at the real expo, you know, we don't really have this opportunity to, to just hear uh, athletes, uh, graders and uh, sports card live talk show hosts like myself just chit chat, um, uh, you know, about about topics that are interesting. So check that out. All right. So there's a few other sort of issues that we want to talk about. Um, in terms of transactions, like everyone's, everyone wants to know, I'm just going to unshare the, the screen here, go here. Everybody kind of wants to know. So shipping, how does that work? Payments, how does that work? Currencies, what currencies are we doing? We, I can tell you for sure there's Canadian vendors and there's US vendors. I'm not sure if there's any others, but I've definitely seen the Canadian and the US vendors. Um, and so, you know, I even did, even today in the, this evening, we had a vendor only session and I did a deal. I sold the card to another vendor and there was a, a, a mix up in what the currency was. So anyway, we worked that out, but make sure that you are very clear, whether you're a vendor or an attendee, make sure you're very clear on what the, what the, uh, the currency is. Amit, do you have something to add at all? Yeah. So I think you hit the nail on the head that you pretty much have to be very clear. So very, when you're doing a deal on be extremely clear with that person you're dealing with. What is the method of payment? How are they sending it? Is it PayPal friends and family? Is it PayPal the regular way? Is it an EMT? Um, make sure you're very clear what the transaction is. In my case, I'm actually going to take the physical card and say, are you interested in this? I might even go in so far as actually write on the envelope itself, the address of the person, right? Make sure I have my phone with me so I actually see the payments come in, seal it up in front of them. So they're aware and actually physically see that you're shipping the item on. That's no different than, for example, when you're doing deals on Facebook, people will take pictures of their, their parcel and whatnot. So definitely be very clear when it comes to shipping and make sure you're clear about the, the exchange rates and the payments you decide to use. Yeah, for sure. Like the card I sold tonight, I quoted him in Canadian dollars and then he went to his calculator to calculate it in US dollars. And then I'm like, well, do I like the rate he used and, and all that, right? And like, so just be clear with be clear with the vendors if you're an attendee, be clear with the attendees if you're a vendor, how you're approaching your pricing. All right, if you've watched this show before, and I'm going to say it again, guys, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel, trying to build up the show, get more viewership and uh, spread the good hobby word. I like to really involve the viewers that are watching and the comments that are coming through on YouTube and Facebook. So let's start with that right now from the beginning. We're going to start. Scott Nobles, welcome to the show. Happy to have you. Ziggy No has a Facebook channel also called Ziggy No. Check it out. Ziggy, welcome to the show. Al, welcome to the show. Thank you. See, this is what I mean. This is an anonymous Facebook user. If you go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook, it'll put your, your name there and then we can address you. But thank you for joining. Anand, hello, past my bedtime. Thank you for staying up late to take in the show. Will, another uh, another uh, fall expo 
uh, attendee usually looking forward to the virtual, but nothing beats the real deal. Can't wait for hopefully the fall expo. We all feel the same way. Will that's for sure. Steve Menzi, captain expo captain right there. Steve is the owner and promoter of sports card expo. Steve, welcome to the show as usual. We will be bringing you on screen, Steve, in about half an hour, 35 minutes. So make sure you're still, you're still awake and around. Uh, ditto hobbies already show number 20, really enjoying watching your YouTube channel. Looking forward to all your new material. Thank you very much. I very flattered and much appreciated. Ralphie, all in. Show me the Jagger. If anyone is out there that is a vendor and you have Jagger cards, high-end, nice Jagger cards, Ralph Stamatis, also known as Ralph, make sure that he um, that he gets a, a look at your Jaggers. Don't don't be hiding your Jaggers uh, under the under the tables. Billy, the worst part of eBay is lack of interaction. I look forward to the virtual for this reason. The impression people make via text isn't necessarily how they come off in person or on camera. Truer words have not been spoken, right? I mean, I know myself, I, my history on, on message boards, I didn't always come off as, as the nice guy that I really am, you know? So, you know, it, it's a lot different to put the voice and the inflection into what we're saying, right? Amit, you agree? Like, there's nothing like it. I totally agree. And the neat thing is we know people through Instagram handles and through Facebook handles or Facebook names rather and hobby insider for example the handles. I wouldn't know what someone's real name. So it actually gets you to know the person behind the name, which is a neat thing. So that'll also be a neat interaction. And some people I've never met before, I'm sure I'm gonna be like, Oh, who are you? Oh my god, I talk to you all the time on Hobby Insider. So we're gonna have a few of those for sure. Yeah, and the other one, you know, Instagram has blown up for cards in the last like really it's blown up a lot since COVID, but it's blown up a lot in the last year, year and a half. And I mean, there's a lot of people that I follow and that follow me and we comment on each other's cards on Instagram. I'm hoping that all of the people that do that come to my booth, let me know that they're there, come on screen and we can have a chat and actually, you know, more than just an Instagram discussion uh, on a specific card post. So please make sure, again, I'm, I've said it twice already. I'm going to keep saying it. Let's talk. I want, you know, my booth, my message in my booth is come talk cards. Let's talk cards. That's what I love to do. That's what a lot of these vendors love to do. All right, Josh in the house. Welcome to the show, Josh. Zach, living in St. Louis. I've never experienced the expo. The virtual version is as close as I will get for a while. Well, Zach, hey, it's better than nothing. But when the real world comes back and we can go to expo, I highly encourage you to make the trip to Toronto for the real expo. Like I said earlier in the show, it's our Mecca. We love it. I think Steve, who owns the Expo, I don't think he realized just how many people like really love this show. And I think he's starting to realize just how close and tight this hobby is and how us card collectors and to an extent memorabilia collectors, we look forward to this for six months. So yes, while the virtual won't be the same, it's as close as we can possibly get. And from what we saw in the show today, we're actually going to have a great opportunity to meet people and talk and have those interactions. So don't underestimate that. I've saw, I, I saw comments online leading up to this, like, oh, I can just go on eBay. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but what that's it's nothing like what this is going to be. This is this is using using specialized software, a custom a, a platform that is built for trade shows and for, for a, an expo. So it's going to be different. It's going to be way better than just going on eBay. Trust me on that. Uh, you agree with that, right, Amit? Like, I totally agree. I totally agree 100%. Okay. Earl in the house. Earl, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining. Sean, Amit, a hobby legend in my eyes. My eyes too. Um, 
couple of anonymous users, guys, again, on the ticker, streamyard.com slash Facebook. Go click that big blue button. We'll see who you are. Dollar bins don't exist, okay? Aaron, whose expo is this the Canadian one? Yes, Aaron, expo is in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's twice a year. And um, it's the, you know, it's the biggest show in the world next to the national. And it's twice a year. So I guess if you have them together, it might even be bigger than the national on an annual uh, basis. So definitely check it out this weekend and definitely check it out in Toronto. Uh, once borders open up and we can go on airplanes again. Corey Wilson, yeah, Toronto's doing a virtual edition this weekend. Yep, this is what we're talking about, guys. The website is, I'm going to put the website up right now for everybody so that you can um, you can see. So there we go on the ticker. Sports Card Expo, virtual edition, June 19th to 20, sportcardexpo.com. Guys, be sure to go check that out. PLJ says, Amit, hello, Amit. Tim Heacock, Tim was my guest about a week and a half ago on Sports Cards Live, guys. Check that episode out. All old episodes live on the YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Can too many people at a booth be a problem, i.e. taking a super long time to chat with a vendor? Great question, Amit. You want to take this one? Yeah, so if you look at your the booth screenshot that Jeremy had shared before, you'll notice you can have up to about 10 windows, right? You can actually allow people into your booth. There's actually a queue that will actually show up at the bottom, and you have a moderator panel. You can actually let people in. What I would recommend you do is you probably chat with the person and say, hey, I'm interested to talk to you and be more interactive with the user, of that, sorry, the booth vendor at that point because then it'll entice them to kind of let you in and perhaps maybe keep the, the traffic moving throughout your booth. So definitely I don't see that being a problem, but as long as the us sellers are cognizant of the fact that there are people looking, we have to be mindful of the people that are looking and make sure we're letting them in at the right time. Exactly. And there is a maximum of 10 people that can come into the booth on camera at a time. So I don't know if you can see, but I'm with my mouse here, I'm circling this number. It says seven of 10 because you see there's seven screens. So I'm, I'm taking up this one over here, but I'm also using this one. So I'm using up two of the 10 so I can welcome eight other people into the booth on video at the same time, even though a hundred thousand other people can be just watching without being without us knowing that they're there. And we will know that the people are watching because of this little number right here, that's an eyeball that says seven. So this means there's seven people watching and there's seven of 10. So we had no other extra people watching that we didn't know who they were, but you can see that that number, that seven there can get up to into the thousands because this platform allows for like, I believe it's a hundred thousand people. So that's how we know who else is there. All right. Let's get back to some more of the comments here. I uh, lost my track. So where are we here? Yes, this weekend. Uh, there we were. Tim's question. All right, guys. Sorry about this. Uh, here we are. So Tim says, are the price discussions with the vendor private? So for that, there is the ability then to open up a private session. And that's where I pointed you guys to earlier over here, the session section. So what will happen is if you're at my booth and you wanna, or we wanna talk deal in private so no one else can hear us negotiating or whatever, we want privacy, we can open up a, a, a private session. What will happen is I will invite you to a private session as a vendor. A link will pop up in, the, in your private chat as an attendee. You click on the link and it'll open up the private session. Again, it's going to be key, as Amit was saying earlier, to make sure that you're muting yourself in the other windows, uh, or really as an attendee, you can close the other window and just be in there, but then it's on us as vendors to make sure that we're going to mute those other windows 
mute our mics in those other windows so that we're not getting feedback and reverb because it can get quite uh, quite annoying. So there are definitely private discussions with vendors. Very important. All right, Andy in the house. Andy, Andy will be set up under Forest City Coin, I believe. Make sure to check out Andy's booth uh, this weekend as well, guys. Ziggy says, can you please add the website in chat and description? I want to share with others. Thank you. Ziggy, it's going, as oh, you probably saw this by now, but it's going up, uh, it's going through the uh, the ticker right now, sportcardexpo.com. And thank you on behalf of the organizers and all the attendees and vendors for sharing this. Peter says, is there an expectation of PayPal friends and families versus goods and services? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Amit, do you want to share your thoughts on that? Yeah, so that seems to have become uh, the norm on a lot of online transactions, and mostly because there are fees that PayPal charges. The opposite way of dealing... Sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. I was was just going to say, PayPal goods, there's a 3% fee. Family and friends, there isn't, but PayPal is... Family and friends is not meant for transactions. It's meant for, you you know, sending gifts to your family. So, I mean, towing the line... I would say you're going to want to use PayPal goods, but I mean, it's really up to you um, and how comfortable you are with the person you're transacting with, I would say. I agree with that because it is, you are, some of these purchases can be of exceptional value, right? So if you're dealing with several thousands of dollars, you want to feel protected. So PayPal offers that level of protection. They do it for a reason. Um and also, it also comes down to another thing that's very important is the open communication and actually negotiating with your other partner in crime on the deal. So you guys have to come to terms and make sure you're amicable about it. Um, so definitely, I don't think it's an it's a understood method of payment. You still have to discuss it, but there are options. There are. I mean, another one is like uh, e-transfers. Just send me a, a, an e-transfer right to my email. It goes in my bank. You know, the money's mine. I'm going to send you the card or the cards. Jamie Lemire in the house. Jamie, looking forward to seeing you. Be sure to stop by the booth and say hello. He goes on to say, Amit, bring the hoops. Jamie is a big basketball fan. Jamie, I don't know if you're still watching, but you might remember you sold me at the National last year. You actually sold me a Luka Doncic uh, Prism Rookie PSA 10 for like 60 bucks. And I think he gave me 20 bucks off because I got you into the show or something. Thanks, buddy. That's looking good for me right now. (laughs) Don't mean to rub it in, but I do appreciate the card very much. Art Ma in the house. Art, welcome to Sports Cards Live. Nice to see you. Billy. Billy says, if a meat could run upper deck, what would he want to do and how fast would he fire those guys making the set? So for anybody who doesn't know, Billy Celio is a product manager at Upper Deck. He's the ones that he's he's one of the guys that designs the sets that we buy the cards from. So Billy, thank you for joining. Billy was also my guest a couple of weeks ago. Check out that video uh, on the YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't. Thank you. We had a great conversation about what it's like to work for Upper Deck, what it's like to to build hockey card sets, because that's what he does. Uh, He does some entertainment sets as well. So that was an awesome discussion. Go check that out. Anand says, will vendors be interested in purchasing trading? I can tell you for sure, Anand, that vendors are, are there to purchase. They're they are there purchasing. Another vendor purchased something from me uh, today already. So definitely bring your cards with you guys. The nice thing is that you're all likely in your own home. So you've got your cards with you. Have them handy. 
you know, have them somewhat organized so that the vendors can see what you have and show them on camera. Like it's really as simple as just being like, yeah, check it out. There's a card and, you know, play with your tilting. You'll notice that sometimes the cards appear fuzzy, blurry, not in focus. So really play. I've noticed that if you tilt the top of the card towards the camera, sometimes that'll get rid of a glare. So, or, or the, the, the reflection of the light. So have your cards with you. We definitely want to see them. Glenn asks, how many people can be in a vendor's room at one time? Is there a limit? So if you just came, Glenn, I mentioned we can have up to 10 people on screen and you can have as unlimited people watching the, watching the booth. So whether I'm sitting there by myself, no one's with me and I've got my second camera on a showcase that's on my floor with some eye candy. Um, you know, I might just be sitting there hoping someone wants to come talk to me. If you ever come to my booth, guys, on Friday, Saturday, and I'm by myself sitting here just, you know, twiddling my thumbs, please come in and say hello. Let's have a conversation. I really want to make sure that happens and do it with, with all the vendors. We, we want to meet you guys. We want to talk. We want to, I want it to be as much like Expo for myself as it can be because at Expo, my favorite thing is talking to the attendees. And one of the, you know, if I haven't met you before, one of the first things I usually ask you is, how do you approach the hobby? What do you collect? What brought you here? You know, I still want to know that. Amit, like, what about you? I, like, see, we Amit and I set up beside each other now for so long that we kind of play off each other. Like, you feeling the same thing? 100%. Like, just be more interactive, right? Don't be afraid. We're humans. Even now, you can see a face to a name, right? Come and talk to us. We'll be there more than happy to deal with you. And, you know, people who've come to know us at Booth 600 at the Expo will offend know we'll be online at the virtual expo at the same booth spots there so people will be be able to synergize and understand uh, that we're there and we're easily to, to talk to you right so yeah exactly exactly so i mean you know this this show is going to be a lot about a lot of what we're missing right now in the hobby and okay let's go on let's go on lars says i'm actually really excited about the virtual expo thanks to see for setting this up this is a bit of Fun in a time of turmoil. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. Steve jumped in. Steve, thank you. You can have 10 people at any one time, but you can have up to 500 people in your booth. So my 10,000 was way off, guys. It's not 10,000 or 100,000, whatever I said. 500 people in your booth at one time. That's a lot of eyeballs on you at one time. So, hey, hopefully we get that many people. I mean, I, I believe there's over 5,000 people registered right now. Um, that's what I was told earlier today. And if that's the case, then I mean, we're going to see a lot of people. So we might be too busy for everybody. Who knows if that's the case? I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world, but guys, make sure you check it out and try. And if you can't get on screen, if somebody has their booth full, you can get in the queue. So, and the vendor will see you there. So they might just kick out somebody else who's just kind of there hanging out because they want to see if they can do a deal with you. And I think if you're the guy getting kicked out because of that, you just have to understand that, you know, there's other people and there's only 10 people maximum in the in the booth physically or on video. So understand that, you know, we are here to we want it. We want to interact with as many people as possible. So please don't take offense if you're kicked out of someone's booth. But my style will definitely be to let you know that I'm going to let you go. And please come back again if, if it comes down to that. Um, Anand says, is there a way to post a want list to vendors? I mean, Great question. You can maybe put it in the chat. Uh, you can maybe email them if you know them or um, have the discussions. I would recommend that more than anything. Have the discussions and just say, hey, I collect, you know, pre-war baseball. Do you have any? You'll find out pretty quick if they do or they don't. So that might be a way to do it. 
Andy corrects me. Not a million people in the booth, Jeremy. 500 maximum. Thank you, Andy. I was good. I'm too excited. I'm just too excited for this thing. Yeah. Billy, will you be upset you won't be able to see Steve's shirt in person at the virtual expo? <laughs> um, no, I won't be upset by that at all. Not at all. Steve's still in the room. True, Billy, but I'm thinking of making and selling patch cards of my shirt after the expo. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, okay. Oh, Andy posts the show. Al has a good question here. Is it better to have cards for trade in hand to put on camera for the vendor to see as opposed to setting up trade folder on your computer? Yes, it is, Al, because the vendors are going to be very, very busy. So, um, I mean, you may find someone who has time to go looking through your your uh, y- y- your link, your, your Google Photos or whatever it is, Photo Bucket or Dropbox, whatever it is. But I think you're going to be better off um, having, you know, maybe up to like 100 cards that you're going to show on screen. And that way, I mean, it, you know, other people can see them too, which might not be the worst thing. But please do give give um, priority to the vendor who vendor whose uh, booth you're in at the time. I think that's just courtesy for a show. Uh, Terry says there is still a fee sending from Canada to the U.S. So I think he's talking about a PayPal fee of some sort, um, which is fine. I mean, one of the things about this hobby that we all need to realize and sort of just accept, and I'm not, uh, I think a lot of us have already accepted this, but, you know, transacting is not free in really in any business. There are fees to move money around this global economy that we are all a part of now. So I kind of, you know, for lack of a better term, we just got to suck it up, you know, suck it up, whether the vendor and the attendees split these fees, whether it's shipping, whether it's PayPal fees, whether it's um, uh, foreign exchange fees, you know, just just get past it. It's a part of life nowadays. Okay, that, that, that's my thoughts on that. Um, how many vendors are signed up? Uh, ask Josh. Great question. I think it's around 60. Amit, do you have any, uh, that was the last I heard. Yes. It was around that number. And I guess Steve later can answer if they're still accepting more vendors, but I'm, I'm sure he'll answer that question. Yeah. Awesome. Paul says Billy gets around, saw him lurking in some breaks. Yeah. Billy again from upper deck, he's often in various live breaks on Facebook groups and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, he sure is. Love the live shows. Thank you so much, uh, Hockey Fan 99 That uh, very, very nice to hear. Appreciate your viewership. Will says, haven't fully done my research. Will the Expo page work on smartphones and tablets? Good news. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. So you don't need to be in your home, like I said before. You can walk. You can watch the show or browse the show from, from uh, a passenger seat in a car or wherever you happen to be. Um, <clears throat> Billy says, is the vendor fee comparable to the physical booth cost or is everything scaled back due to these unusual times? Everyone in this chat should buy the $10 Canadian ticket to support the virtual expo. Yeah, great question. Um, I can tell you that the vendor booth fee is significantly less than the real expo. And, um, And Steve did everything he could, I feel, in his power to make this as palatable for the vendors as possible from a financial perspective. And for the attendees, I mean, you know, he pivoted pretty quickly and moved to a free attendance model thanks to some uh, sponsors. So, I mean, I think we should be thanking the sponsors for that. They're getting us into this free. And let's face it, this is not free to put on. It just isn't. It costs money to implement, to build out the to build out the platform. Steve has a staff. You know, I, I love that, Billy, that you're saying, you know, pay the $10 to support the virtual expo. But you know, and even 
as important or even more important is give it a chance this first time because it's not going to be the only time. Even when Expo comes back, and I mean, I'm for, I'm, I'm speculating here because I'm not in Steve's head, but even when the Expo comes back in its physical form, I can see this being something that happens intermittently to kind of fill in the, the time in between and to reach a much, much larger audience. Because let's face it, not everyone can lives in Toronto. Not everyone can get in a plane and go to Toronto. And I mean, at the Toronto Expo, we get there's tons of vendors and attendees from Canada, the US. They come they come from Europe, uh, a lot of people from Europe. If you're someone who goes to the national, you see a lot of collectors from Asia and from Europe. At the Expo, we get a lot of Europeans because hockey being the number one sport in Canada is a humongous uh, draw in Europe as well. And there's tons of hockey collectors in Europe. So, um, so yeah, the, the, uh, really the accessibility to the show is way more than expo and so in a way you know the even though it's cheaper to get in as a vendor or an attendee it's uh you you may get more you may get you may get to see more cards and you may get to sell more cards as a vendor yeah i mean like i'm not i'm, I'm not missing anything right no, i totally agree and you think online the economy of scale right to be able to the scaling factor for our online presence is humongous and like you know, border, I'm, I can't speak for what the travel restriction will be in the future, but, you know, border travel will still probably be limited. You can easily do this from Czechoslovakia, Russia, Japan. So you get the exposure. The exposure and scale are two big factors that make this a win. Yeah, they, they actually, let's not under let's not understate just how big that is. That is, that is probably the biggest difference uh, from the actual expo. I mean, that might be a bigger difference in the fact that we're not there physically. But we'll see how this one goes. Uh, Jay Cabrera Studio says, see you all at the Armory Steel booth this weekend. We've got some cool surprises in store. I will. Rem I do remember seeing that booth in the, in the Expo tab. So check those guys out. Another booth. Thank you for watching and tuning in tonight, guys. Billy, last question for me. How many one-of-one one Amit autos are there really? So a bit of an inside joke comment here. So if you're watching, you don't know what he's talking about. Um, that's fair. You just don't know what he's talking about. Let's go on. Josh says, Hey guys, planning to drop in and chat. Same as you, Jeremy need to stop in and chat, but I'll miss the banter with Amit while at your booth. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's kind of fun. Physically we set up beside each other and we get, you know, our buddies, whether it's Josh or anybody comes by, we're kind of, we're, we're talking to them at the same time. That may not be the same thing, but actually here we can have 10 people in a booth at a time and still talk. Right. So you're still going to get that that uh, that multi-person social interaction. Jump in. The one thing I will say, though, the big advantage over everything, and it's not been stated yet, is you know at the expo people are fairly sweaty, and you know you kind of get rid of the body odor. We have none at home. You get no smells to worry about, no none of the unpleasantness. So think of the number one thing I think for me is not having to deal with that. So there is that. And that that is true. You know, I've been doing expo since spring 2007 show. And there hasn't been an expo that's gone by where I haven't had to, you know, plug my nose a little bit as certain people walk by or I walk by certain people. Now, that just is what it is. And the nice thing is that, um, you know, in our own homes, we're not we're not having to deal with that. So one of the just kind of the odd things about about, you know, physical close proximity to other people at a, at a, at an event, Sean, who was my guest and uh, my, my second guest episode number three, again, if you're just joining, 
please go to the YouTube channel, Sports Cards Live. Subscribe, and you can go back and watch the old videos. This is episode number 20 we're on tonight. This is this show is born out of COVID, similar to the sport, the virtual expo, born out of COVID. Um, so go back, check out the old episodes. As I said earlier, they are long, so feel free to, to, to consume them in, in chunks, 15, 20 minutes here or there. YouTube will remember where you left off, so do that. Andy says, yeah, if this proves successful, I could see this show four times a year, too virtual, too physical. Yeah, and you know what, Andy? I can see it even, I can see the virtual more simply because this has a global reach. If we, if we as a hobby properly promote and market this show, there's no reason why we can't have exhibitors in Europe, exhibitors, you know, many more in the US than we have already for this weekend, exhibitors in South America, you know, the hobby stretches Europe, North America, South America, Asia, Australia. There are collectors, New Zealand. There's collectors everywhere. Basketball and hockey, between the two of them, it, it, it covers the whole earth almost. So why not, why not bring in vendors and patrons or attendees from all of these continents eventually? I mean, the hobby is, it's a niche hobby, but it's huge when you, when you put all the, that niche into one room or into one platform. I mean, hey, you know, uh, uh, what, I forget the, ma I'm already forgetting the maximum number of people, but it may not be enough. You know, this, the, the platform may need to get bigger. All right, let's continue on here. Uh, Barry Ma, hey guys, I hope to have a chance to stop by and say hi. Barry, Amit and I, both big fans of yours, big fans of ComC. Guys, if you're watching, Barry works for ComC. Check out my cards, comc.com. Check out that website. Um, and uh, they're always at the expo set up in the corporate section, taking in cards for consignment. And um, so check out ComC. The president and founder of ComC, Tim Getch, was another guest on one of my previous shows. So again, you want to watch that where we learned everything there is to know about ComC. Go check out that video on YouTube. Subscribe, please. Thank you. And check that one out. Really, one of, one of the best episodes I've had was with, was with Tim Getch of ComC. So Barry, thank you for dropping by. I look forward to seeing you at the show this weekend. Huh. Billy asks, any chance for an Austin Matthews exclusive appearance on Sports Cards Live? Probably not. Probably not. He's not someone I could just pick up the phone and call. But hey, if anyone out there knows uh, knows Austin Matthews and wants to help me make that happen, I would love to have him. Uh, I like this. Chris West, Expo, the no BO edition. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, sorry for the BO, Jared. That's okay, Jamie. That's okay. You're always welcome. Paul Cashman, just for our personal, okay, Enough of the smells, guys. Enough of the smells, guys. Will says, does the pepperoni meat vendor have a virtual booth? It's a good question. I um, I, I don't think he does. A meat, anything on that? Bottles, sausage guy, perfume, and cologne. Got it here just for anyone who wants to smell it for the expo reasons. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, you know, while we're not at expo and we don't get all of the uh, – you know, the stimulus that you get at Expo. Here we have a meat who's actually spraying uh, sausage spray. For those who haven't been to Expo, this is, it's kind of a joke, but what Expo, there is a booth that's set up there every, every show and they sell sausage and pepperoni and salami and all that stuff. And then you see people walking around taking, you know, taking big bites off of these, uh, these pepperoni sticks and they smell, you can smell them. So it's, it's the people that set up right in the immediate proximity of this booth I think they're probably uh, immune to it by the end of the show, but it's quite the powerful, um, 
powerful impact on your olfactory senses. All right, Josh says, I hope the pepperoni guy signed up to be a vendor. Yeah, he would probably do some good business, I would think. Scotty says, burn out of COVID, but going strong because it is awesome. Born out of COVID, thank you, sorry. Born out of COVID, but going strong because it is awesome. Thank you, Scott. I'm having a ton of fun with the show, everybody. Plan to keep it going after COVID. Might have to go down to one show a week because I it's tough to keep up this two show a week pace, but we'll do what we can. And I appreciate all the viewers and all the subscriptions to the YouTube channel. Timmy says, can you message the vendor to discuss or only video chat? As we said earlier, you will be able to go into private messages. You will also be able to chat with the vendors in the in the in the that booth's chat section. And you can also talk in front of other people or go into private video. All right, we're gonna keep going through these comments. Charles, are any of you guys selling vintage at the show? I've got a bit, Amit, and Amit's got a bit, but Charles, I can tell you what I saw today. There are several vintage dealers at the show. Uh, vintage Hockey Card Shop, check him out. His name is Jim. He'll be there with a lot of vintage as well. I just know because I was hanging out with him at the show today a little bit. Terry says, Vin Jeremy will have vintage. I will have some vintage for sure. I have a special folder called in my link that will be pinned to my chat at the show that is called Vintage Graded Hockey. I don't have any ungraded. It's all graded. So hopefully you're looking for that. If not, other vendors will have it. PLJ, I want a box of Allure and CHL by knowing about the meat vendor through the Upper Deck Random Acts of Kindness. That is true. On the episode I had about a month and a half ago with Steve Menzi and Chris Carlin of Upper Deck, we talked about the expo, the virtual expo, which at that time was like two and a half months away or two months away. And uh, and uh, Upper Deck gave away some prizes and PLJ won one. So that was great. One of the benefits of watching this show is that we do have giveaways sometimes. So be sure to check it out, guys, as, as time goes on. And Andy says, the meat vendor makes the show more like a market, more, more like a flea market feel. I prefer not to allow these uber fringe booths. Fair comment. I mean, I, I often kind of wondered why they were there. <laughs> But, you know, I understand it. It, it. This is commerce. This is business. And, you know, the, the promoter of the show needs to sell booths to run their business, to make a profit. That's This isn't a charitable event. And, um, and the meat guy, he probably does a good business. He wouldn't come back time after time if he didn't. So <clears throat> makes sense. And that is the end of the comments for now. So let's move on, Amit. Um, let's talk about our... Expo history a little bit. I mean, we've talked a lot. I think we've talked, we've covered a lot about the the virtual expo. If anyone else out there has sort of questions uh, anymore, please fire away, fire away, and uh, we will definitely get to them. But, you know, I've said a few times already tonight that, and Amit, you too, man, like we love the expo. Um, I go to the national too, and I love the national too, but it's a bit different because I don't know as many people there. And, you know, at Expo, it's really like a reunion every time. So I often say to people, you know, come to the show. And if you're someone who's online, whether it's on message boards, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, where, wherever it is, but you you haven't really introduced yourself to, to other people in the hobby, us or anybody, so come say hello, introduce yourself. I mean, we just want to make the hobby as fun enjoyable and comfortable for everybody as it is for us. I mean, I mean, that's how we approach it at the show, right? Like hundred uh, percent. You know, one of my favorite memories of our show, which is actually not about really selling cards per se. There's a, with a particular vendor that once uh, whose kid was really good at math and he would make that his son look for certain letters in your showcase. He would come to us before. I remember you and me and he was like, 
get me all your draft day marks, seed them all through, and then I'm going to have my son come and pick letters. And he would have to read the letters and do the math. Like, those are some of my favorite memories. Um, my other kind of a comical favorite memory is usually, like, I'm sitting parked in my chair, and I'm looking over at Jeremy with his Winnipeg Jets jersey. So I have to ask, are you going to be bringing your Winnipeg Jets jersey on for the, for the virtual show? That's a great question. I didn't even think about it, but I think I will. I think I'll wear it for the I think I'll wear it for the show because it sort of is my expo uniform. I've been wearing it at the show since I really since I actually I bought that jersey at the show. It's a game worn Teppo Newman and jersey. I bought it from um, uh, Superstar Sports out of Winnipeg when they used to come set up at the expo. And I, I remember I paid them. I'll, I'll say what I, I paid a thousand dollars for this jersey back. You know, this is probably 12, 15 years ago now. Paid them a thousand bucks for it. And then I wear I wear it every show, and I've spilt on it, and I've even and it's Teppo Newman even autographed it, and I've even washed it in the in the laundry because I mean why not I wear so it's it's my most expensive shirt that I actually wear so I think I will wear it because it's kind of one of my my expo customs so thank you for the reminder I will wear my my expensive uh, expo uniform. Um, okay, we have some more questions. Oh, actually, before we get to the more questions, I wanna I wanna just talk about a bit more about the history of Expo in terms of you and me to meet. Like, when did you start setting up at Expo? I've done it for at least let's see, 2006. I think it was the first or 2007, 2008. In and around there, I can't remember Hazy, but I think it's been that far back. And I set up like they set me. Al, the former owner of the the show, put me in like this corner over by the exit doors, and it was cold. I remember snow was coming in. Um, I had a a wooden showcase that splinters, and I had my cards in there, which I thought were really amazing. Until I saw a couple other showcases and realized I got to up my game a bit. Um, but yeah, man, I've been there for a while. Like I can't believe it's past fifteen years, man. Yeah, it it, it it's amazing and. So one of the things that we've we've done as a tradition, um, many of you watching know. If you don't know, um, I'm involved in a in a message board website called Hobby Insider. as kind of the lead admin on that on that website. It's been around since 2003, and it's a community. And we've basically been having what we call the traditional pre-expo dinner every thir the Thursday before every expo. And we've switched we switched venues about five years ago from uh, the Lone Star to Jack Astor's, but we take we get about 30 guys out and we hang out the Thursday before the show. And sometimes we'll even go back and hang out in, in a lobby at a hotel and do have a little mini trader night. The reason I'm telling you guys all this is because it just speaks to the social aspect of this hobby. You might be a collector who keeps it to yourself, doesn't really interact with other collectors. Maybe a few of your friends and family know what you do on the side. But you know what? This is an opportunity to really en enhance your life overall. This hobby is more than just pieces of cardboard in a box in your closet. It is a, it's an outlet. It's a source of joy. It's a source of relationships. I mean, I can honestly say Amit, Amit is one of my best friends. I mean, if you think about who I talk to the most and spend the most time talking to, I wouldn't know him if it wasn't for the hobby. And we don't live in the same city, right? And you're not the only one. I mean, I've got other... And I know you have too. other friends who are good friends only from the hobby and, and some of them only because of Expo, right? Like it's, it's there's uh, people I know on the East Coast um, that I only talk to once or twice a year. And it feels like we've been friends for 20, 30 years. There's people on the West Coast, same deal. Um, 
it's kind of funny. It's, it's it's like I look forward to this. It's kind of almost like when you went to day camp after school, like in between school, you went off to summer camp, and you're so excited to go back to see the same friends at summer camp. I get that feel, because um, you have a hobby, you have a passion, and is that like, hey, you get me? So I love that that that, that nature of it. Yeah, exactly. And so back to the traditional Thursday dinner. You know, when Expo, when the physical Expo is back up and running, whenever that ends up being. You know, I, I, I formally invite everybody watching to come join us at the Thursday dinner. So to really understand where and when that is, you might have to continue to watch this show because I'll definitely speak to it as the next expo approaches um, or in the Facebook group, the Sports Cards Live Facebook group. So please, you know, I, I'm not I'm not just putting it out there for fun. I, I genuinely mean it. We want to meet you. We want we want to help you enhance your hobby experience and we want you to enhance ours by getting to know more people because that is really one of the purest enjoyments of being at the show. It's uh, it, it, it truly, truly is. Okay, so let's go back to some comments and meet. You ready? Let's go for it. All right. Jamie says, is there going to be a ton of basketball, football, and baseball trying to sell the guys the show? Sorry, trying to sell the show to the guys down south. Well, Jamie... I, I think there's going to be a bit of everything. I don't. I didn't get a look at everybody's booth today when I was when I was kind of walking around. A lot of the guys weren't there. I just missed them. But from what I did see, there will be some. I'm. I know personally, I've got a folder of baseball, a folder of basketball cards, and a small folder of football cards. So, but the the bottom line, Jamie, is tell them to come anyway. Check it out. I mean, this thing's only going to grow. It's free to get in, and you know, there's going to be some main stage activity like. If you have the time, if, you, if you've got the time on Friday or Saturday, just come check it out. Tell them, go check it out even for an hour. It doesn't take long. So it shouldn't be a tough sell for you, Jamie. Uh, I, go ahead. I agree. I, even I have some basketball, which I'm going to have in a box that I plan on doing a live version. If I get enough people in the booth and they're interested, I'm like, okay, well, I'll pull out a box of baseball. Let's go through it. Pull out a box of basketball. I'll go through it. And you also have to keep in mind the way the hobby is trending Baseball is on fire, basketball is on fire, and where there's fire, there's usually people who want to make some coin. So I'm quite positive you'll see some basketball at the show, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah, and Carlos Diego is going to be set up with a booth, and he's got some of the hottest heat there is in this hobby. So um, you'll want you'll want you yeah. There will be some there will be some banger basketball and hockey and golf and baseball cards for sure. Football I can't speak to as well. I'm just not sure. Okay, Peter says, one of the positives Expo is getting to look at the card in hand, but also execute the deal immediately. Your site calls out goods and services as the preferred method of payment. Um, he goes on to say, eBay goes out of its way to protect the buyer. Is there any arbitrator if things go sideways on a deal and a card doesn't show up or is similar to Facebook? Everyone be cautious. Yeah, great, great question. So, um, you say that my site calls out for goods and services as a preferred payment. Yeah, I'm I'm preferring goods and services. I will also take uh, e-transfers. Um, so, you know, I, I think I agree. The beauty of a physical show, like anything, is here's the card. Here's the money. Thank you. You're on your way. You know, I got my card. I got my money. No, there's nothing's going to fall through the cracks or through the postal service. So um, let's go on to the next point, though. Yeah, eBay goes out. So a lot of the vendors are actually going to be referring you to their eBay store, 
where you would actually purchase the cards from them through their eBay store. I elected not to do that. I just don't have an eBay store and I don't have the time to, I didn't have the time to load one up. Amit is taking a different route as well, but there are several vendors that will be doing the eBay store. So as a buyer, you will be more protected. But one of the things I really think is important is that the vendors, I mean, I think we're all sort of automatically vouched because we are vendors at this show. And if we decide to go sideways on anybody, let's say like not, not card goes missing in the mail, but actual like a scammer, you know, that, that person's going to, first of all, I don't know if there's any fallback measure or if the expo has a policy for that, but I think you can trust the vendors. Um, I certainly speak for, when I say that, I speak for myself, Amit and all the other ones that I know personally, which is uh, probably 80% of them. So I think we, you know, you can automatically trust the vendors. Um, I think you want to insist on tracked shipping. This might not be the right show to go buy a card for four or five dollars. It just might not, unless you're buying, you know, 10 or 100 of them uh, and they're going to ship you a 400 count box and you're going to pay for tracked shipping. Um, otherwise, you know, you're not going to go in and buy a card for $15 off a vendor unless you're just willing to risk that it might get lost in the mail. And if that happens and you didn't pay for tracking, I would say it's the same, the same laws apply as apply on Facebook or a message board or Instagram or any other place. So, you know, protect yourself as best you can. PayPal goods is an option for that. Um, and, uh, and just, you know, I think, I think, you know, you always have to be professionally skeptical type of thing, but don't let it ruin the experience. I would, I would, I would suggest, I mean, what do you, what do you want to add? One thing I would add to that is everyone is well aware that the postal services have an increased volume of product going through their queues. So, you know, people are going to be shipping things. It's going to take a little bit longer to get from point A to point B. I mean, even look at some big retailers like Amazon. So in some cases, and I can't remember when, but they weren't even guaranteeing Prime, right? Like the Prime is shipping. So you have to keep that in mind, especially now. Things are taking their time to get from point A to point B. So please be mindful and respectful about that. Yeah, great point. Great point. I mean, and that that point is not only applicable to this card show coming, the virtual expo this weekend. I would argue that that point applies to anything you've bought in the past two months that you may not have received yet. Um, you know, I'm waiting on lots of cards, but I'm willing to be patient. I know they're going to make it here eventually. If something falls through the hoops or something happens that where one doesn't come, I mean, I, I've been very fortunate on my my purchasing history with with pretty much everything I, I order comes. So, you know, just, I think we need to be extra patient on shipping throughout the whole hobby at this particular point in time in our history. Okay. <clears throat> uh, bon Halen says, speaking of jersey memorabilia, will there be vendors selling jerseys or other mem? A few years back, I scooped up a sweet retro Kitchener Rangers. Okay. Yes, I think there will be. I mean, I'm a cards guy, exclusively a cards guy. I think a meat pretty much is as well. But there are people, I mean, I saw one booth where it's a, the guy's got a huge, he's got a camera like kind of up in the ceiling on his store or on his huge rec room that is filled with merchandise and I couldn't even see any cards. So yeah, you're going to see some pretty, you're going to see some pretty cool booths and you're going to see a whole variety. So check it out. It doesn't take long to go peep into each booth. Maybe remember your favorites, which is so much easier to do than at the real expo because you just write down the booth name at your desk or wherever you are and then go back after. 
But one thing I will say, and I say this at the real card shows too, if you see a card you want and you really want this card, you got to buy it. Don't, don't go looking at other booths thinking, oh, I'll come back. I'll get it later. I'm going to, a lot of people do this and it used to work. This used to work. I'm going to cover the floor once. I'm going to find what I want, write it down, and then I'm going to decide what I'm going to buy. Well, that doesn't work anymore at card shows because the volume of transactions going on is so high that you can come back to that booth and that card is gone. And you're like, damn it, that's the one I wanted. So if you want a card, guys, get the card. Don't don't procrastinate because you may be disappointed. If it's not a card you want that badly, then don't worry about it. But if this is a card you want, you need, buy the darn card, right? I mean, like it's happened to me as a customer. It's happened so many times. Like, uh, you know, people are like, can you flip that card upside down? And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that. And that card will sell moments later. Um, and I've had people who, you know, they've expressed a lot of remorse by walking on. Like, you know, you, you have to, the modern crowd, I'm going to say, I'm going to use the word modern loosely. The newer crowd or younger crowd, they seem to be able to be, make a decision much quicker than certain uh, demographics. But you have to keep that in mind too. They know what they want and they get it. And they research ahead of time. They're not waiting for the show to make a pull on the trigger. It's true. I mean, I, I remember the last expo. I, I I had, I think it was a Johnny Busick rookie card, like a 58 tops or 57 tops Busick rookie. And the guy was looking at it for a good 20 minutes at my booth. It was a PSA seven. And he was looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to walk around. I'll come back. I swear. I swear to God, 10 minutes later, a guy comes up. Were you negotiable on that card? I said, well, maybe a little bit, you know? Okay. How much will you take? I said, I'll, I'll, I'll take X for it. He says, deal. Gave me the cash, walked away with the card. The other guy came back like half an hour later, looks in my showcase. He says, Where's the music? Where's the music? I said, man, it, it sold like 10 minutes after you left my booth. Again, you see a card you want, buy it. That's just the way the hobby is right now. Things move very quickly. All right. Bon Halen. These are some of my favorite finds. Sorry for the multiple message here. Uh, I wish I knew what that was about because that's a little bit old. So we'll continue. Billy says, any deal can go sideways on any platform besides ComC. Eventually, I hope the hobby embraces crypto, which would allow for near costless escrow of funds. Fair comment. Andy says, okay, I'll go to the dinner. Andy, I can't wait to see you at the dinner. You better, you better come. And again, that invitation is genuinely extended to everybody watching. Come join us. If you're not already part, if you are already part of the community, come again. And I mean the, the Thursday night, the community, the group, you know, come, come become part of this. We, we want more people. We want more friends. We're social creatures. All right. Charles says, love the Game Boys in the background. That's, uh, yeah, okay. Thank you, Charles. I appreciate that. Corey says, as vendors, what are some of your goals for this weekend other than dollar figures? Amit, I have my ideas. You take this one for, to start with. Honestly, you're gonna, you, some of you might find this comical. I don't ever treat any show as a way to make extra money. It's a way to enjoy my passion. So I'm looking forward to meeting new people. I want to actually see what people do creatively with their booths. I'm really interested to see what are some of the the, the tchotchkes people are going to do. What are the live chats they're going to they're going to do? Um, one goal is I actually want to see all as a vendor at the expo because because I'm landlocked into my booth, I don't get a chance to go see the autograph guests or I don't get a chance to go see person X because I'm in front of my computer. I might have a chance to actually go listen to a panel while I'm at my booth and actually actually listen to it straight up close, right? I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, my other goal is to, 
just kind of expand my my knowledge of how to do things online. Uh, when I get better at it, I think there's lots of room to grow. Um, and I think those are the two, two or three. I think I said I think I said four things that I'm really looking forward to doing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah like, like oh, I'm getting that one all of a sudden. That's okay. okay. So for myself, you know, I do go to Expo with a bit of more of a profit goal than Amit does, but that's simply because I fly there. I have to, I have to rent a hotel room. I have to rent a car. I have to rent showcases. I have to rent my booth. You know, cost me just shy of about two grand to do the Expo each time. So if I can't find a way to make two thousand dollars while I'm at Expo then it's really, you know, then I have to look at it more like a vacation, which I do. So I like to at least cover my nut, as they say, to when I go to Expo. For this particular Expo, though, I don't have any goals. I don't have any sort of sales targets or transactional volume targets. I'm the guy that at the real Expo and at any card show I do, I track all my activities. So I actually, um, I started doing this really last year where I see how many deals I've done. Because it's a measure of my success. I want to know how many, you know, am I doing more deals, less deals? How busy was the expo? It's also my measure of how busy the show was. So for this particular show, I don't have any of those goals. Um, I'd love to sell as many thousands of dollars worth of cards as possible. But if I don't, the beauty is I'm not leaving my house. I can still see my kids and my wife. I'm going to eat the food from my own kitchen. I've got my own clean bathroom right over there, you know, so... Um, I, I don't really have any goals except that I enjoy the heck out of it for these two days and I meet some new people, put some faces to some names or some faces to some Instagram handles, Facebook names, Twitter handles, that sort of thing. If anyone else watching is a vendor and you have a goal or two for yourselves and you want to post it up and share it, please put it in the comments and we'll get to it. Okay. Tim has a pretty important question. Will HST be applicable on these transactions? You guys are doing an awesome job explaining this so far. Thank you, Tim, for the uh, feedback. Really appreciate it. So I think that's going to be vendor dependent. Not all vendors will be GST slash HST registrants. And you don't have to be unless you've done $30,000 in sales in your history. So a lot of guys don't need to be. Um, Personally, I am a GST registrant, and personally, I will be including it in the cost of in the price of my cards. So nothing for anybody to worry about. I'm going to handle that on the back end in my own my own system. Um, so uh, it's really going to be vendor dependent. Uh, yeah, Amit, have you heard any different? Uh, it's a, it's no different than actual physical uh, expo, right? The deal, all the dealers have their own way of charging HST GST, so it will the same rules will apply. Um, same declarations will apply. So I agree with your statement in terms of that fact, yeah. Okay, cool. Jim uh, Jim says there should not be any vendors that even ask for friends and family payments. So just for people who may not know, friends and family payments on PayPal is really just a way to avoid their 3% fees uh, for the, the seller or the recipient of the funds to avoid those fees. Um, so I think he's saying the reason why you shouldn't ask that is because it's not, it's against their policies. So it's really going to be up to the vendor and the and the buyer the attendee to decide how they want to go and whatever you discuss in your private chat is up to you so um it's really it's really vendor dependent uh and um <clears throat> yeah we'll leave it at that he go jim goes on to say glory days will have tons of hockey baseball and other memorabilia for the people that were asking about that stuff uh juan says can confirm we have sports memorabilia for sale at our booth armory steel autographed helmets jerseys 
paintings and more. So there you go, guys. Not just cards. Check out their booth. Check it out a couple times. Thank you for tuning into the show tonight, Juan. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, guys. If you're just coming, joining us now, please do go to the Sports Cards Live YouTube channel. Join up. Subscribe up. We've got 20 episodes in the in the um, <clears throat> in the history so far for you to go watch. They're long, so watch them in parts. I've said it a few times. I'm sorry for those that are still here. We are going to do some giveaways shortly on the episode. If Steve is going to join us, uh, we'll bring him on. If not, we'll do them without him. But let's go on. Jason says, "Sorry, I'm late. Looking forward to this weekend's online expo experience." SP Authentic Limited Base Autos, here I come. So vendors watching, if you have any of those, get ready for Jason. A great guy, someone I know personally, a great collector. Hasn't made it out to Expo yet that I can recall. So hopefully we'll get him out to the real Expo eventually, but at least he'll be at the virtual Expo. Andy says it would be cool to meet, listen to some of the guests. Yeah, I mean, and you can do that on the main stage. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, for those who weren't here at the beginning of the show, um, Friday at 1.15 p.m. Eastern Time, I will actually be hosting an event on the main stage where I'll be hosting it with a, a, a se the senior grader from Beckett Grading Services named David Poole. He's been with them, I believe, for 21 years as a grader. And we're going to have a bit of a question and answer discussion. So tune into that on the main stage. While I'm on the main stage, I will not be at my booth. So you can go to my booth, you can click the link, go look at my cards. I won't be there. So be sure to come back, check out when I'm done the main stage and come see me and have a conversation with me at that point. But guys, check out the main stage. Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs will be on the main stage. I'm not sure when. Check the, check the, the schedule on the website to find out. Andy says, I'm looking forward to the experience. I think it will be a good time meeting new folks and helping them get some cards. Yes, sirree. And Billy says, have you guys noticed any other vendors offering older sealed boxes for sale? Um, <clears throat> I can't really speak to that myself from today. But again, I only saw, like I went to all the booths, a lot of them weren't open. So check, uh, hey, you know what, Billy? Check it out, man. There's there's not there's not too many booths that you, you cannot get through them all. You will have time in the course of a half an hour, an hour to visit all the booths, even if it's just for, you know, a few minutes each. So you might need a couple hours. Let's rephrase. But, you know, it, the nice thing is that it's all it's all right there on your computer. Lars says, Jeremy, as you'll be wearing your Jets jersey, I'll be visiting your booth, your booth first. I can't wait to see you, Lars. Thank you so much. Oh, here we go. Scott says, anyone going to be selling supplies? Weird question, but Amazon is crazy prices for monster boxes. I don't know. But like I've said, like I just said, Walk around the show with your mouse and check it out. You will you will find, if it's there, you'll find it. I can tell you that. Andy will be offering older sealed boxes. Andy's booth is called Forest City Coins. So make sure if you're looking for uh, Billy, check out Andy's booth. Andy and I will vouch for Andy. One of the best dudes, one of the best vendors at the expo. Check him out for sure. He will also have some empty display boxes. Richard says, everyone bring your Kirk McLean SP Authentic autographs. Richard is a big Vancouver Canucks collector, and Kirk McLean was their goalie in the late 80s, early 90s. So definitely do that. And that is perfect timing, Amit, because I see Steve Menzi has just arrived. Steve, I see you kind of getting ready, so I won't bring you out yet, but Steve has arrived in the back room. So in a couple of minutes, we'll bring Steve out for some... Uh, if anyone has any more questions or anything about the show, again, Steve is the owner of the expo. Steve has been the, well, we'll find, he's told me before, I don't remember exactly, but he bought the expo from the old owner. 
How many years ago, Amit, would you say? Probably at least three or four expos for sure. So let's say two, two and a half years, three years probably. It's at least. And he'll confirm this as soon as we bring him on screen here. But um, but Steve is going to come on and we're going to give away some prizes. I do have pictures of the prizes lined up and ready to go. Before we bring Steve out, we're going to get to Bill's question um, and then we're going to move <laughs> and then we're going to move on. Bill says, as a vendor, is there any troll protection, any way to block, ban someone if they are causing havoc in your room? And yes, there is. It's a, it's a single click, Bill, a single click to, to basically take them out of the room. So and you know, there's two reasons why, three now, you bring up the third bill, the three reasons to get someone to leave your booth. One is they're trolling. Well, it's an easy click, get out. And I'm going to tell the organizers about you as well. The second one is that you're, you're not muting properly. So there's a lot of reverb going on. So, you know, what the organizers have told us is just kick them out, but tell them to come right back or fix their audio and then come back. And the third reason is because you already are at your max capacity. Some of the guys are kind of done. They're hanging out, which is great. But we're as vendors, we're going to want to bring in the new people and make sure that they're able to see our stuff and have a conversation. <laughs> and then Andy really sums it up and says, great, great, great question. Let's let Steve answer this. All right, let's bring out Steve. Steve, you ready? He's ready. All right. All right, Steve, welcome back to Sports Cards Live. This is actually your second appearance on the show. Uh, it's great to have you again, man. How, how are you tonight? I know you must be super busy. How are things going? Can, oh, one sec, one sec, one sec, guys. I, he's on mute. I'm going to, I don't know why I'm going to. Steve, can you unmute yourself? You are muted for some reason. How's that? There you go. Let me say it again, Steve. You are super busy right now. Your, your big event is coming up in two days. How are you doing right now, man? Seriously, how are things going? How is it leading up to the expo? You know, it's it's going great. Um, yeah, it's a lot of hours. Uh, I've been at it a lot more than I expected to be, but it's been a huge learning curve, as you can imagine. But um, it's been great because, uh, and frankly, out of the gate, I mean, I should hire you guys next time to be the uh, um, the salespeople and explainers of this whole thing because you've done a great job. Yeah, like you've really dug into it and and, and understand the platform. So. Um, but no, it's great. It's exciting because it is new. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I didn't, none of us expected to be where we are with this, but uh, I really, I respect and appreciate how everyone's really embraced it. And uh, they're, they're all being very uh, understanding and excited to, uh, you know, to, to see how this works out. Yeah, we're, we're all, we're all really excited for sure. And, and I think, yeah. you know, and thank you for, thank you for kind of thinking outside the box and getting this going on behalf of myself and meet the vendors, the attendees, like, mm. It is. It is pretty awesome. How many registered? I, I you you in the email you sent out to vendors uh, the other day. You said there were over thirty five hundred people this morning. One of your staffers told me it was over five thousand. What's the current number of registered attendees right now? Yeah, I don't think we've gone over five thousand yet. But at last check, a couple hours ago, was that somewhere around forty four hundred. So oh, wow. um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm real happy with that. Quite honestly, um, you know, I didn't expect. I I kind of had a stretch goal. Of five thousand, but I would have been happy with with half of that. And you know, you guys were talking earlier about somebody was asking about the uh, the price of the booths relative to the regular expo. And it's interesting because um, you know the way we're at now with just over fifty booths and four thousand plus people, uh, it's actually the equivalent of almost double what the expo gets in terms of the amount of um, attendees per booth. Because oh. there's four times as many booths, but there's you know, we've got. Uh, um, 
so proportionally, you'll actually be uh, higher per vendor. So you guys are going to be busy. <laughs> so that's, that's good. great. Yeah. Go ahead and meet. That's really good news. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, Steve. And I also want to echo Jeremy's sentiments. I want to thank you. Um, and I'm glad that I have some of the answers. I'm glad you're on camera to answer some of the more difficult ones. But uh, we've tried our best over the last, I would say, actually, month and a half of answering questions and posting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gone pretty quickly. But uh, again, it, it's uh, it, it's relatively short period of time for how much we had to kind of do on this. It, it's it's brand new. Um, so I, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, we are too. And I mean, yeah. you know, Amit and I have both been answering questions from hobbyists for the past month and a half on what is this going to be? And I just had to start telling people, guys, I can't answer everyone anymore. I don't have enough hours a day. Yeah. So check out this episode of Sports Cards Live. We're going to give all the information then. And today was a great opportunity to get into the show yeah. and check it out and get a feel because, and it worked out so well that you did it on Wednesday because this show being a Wednesday show, it gave us the day to really make sure we were delivering good information to yeah. the attendees and to the viewers uh, tonight. Was there, but I do want to make sure, was there anything that we said that was inaccurate? Like my, my, my count of how many people can come <laughs> in the booth? No, <laughs> no, you guys did a bang up job. The only, you actually had uh, the number, so the, the number per booth is, is up to 500 on screen. You were right at 10. Uh, the main stage, is where you get the 100,000 uh, person oh. figure from because the main stage can handle up to that uh, capacity. So no, everything else was, uh, uh, was was bang on in terms of what you can do, how you can do it. I think the only thing that from a technical perspective that um, you may not have covered fully was uh, um, you, you covered off the booth chat, but there's also a, a complete event chat as well. So with, when you're when someone's in your booth, uh, they'll be able to, to see who's in the booth and chatting. And then there's also the um, chat for everyone at the event. So you can reach out to somebody, somebody can reach out to you. Uh, it allows us as the organizers to make effectively announcements. You know, we'll be able to post, um, you know, all right, Austin's going to be on the stage and in half an hour, join us at the main stage at 5 p.m. and, and that kind of thing. So, can, um, you, can you quickly run, run, run through for everybody who's viewing and who else, in addition to Austin Matthews, is is scheduled to make an appearance at the show that is you know that we've heard of? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's been part of the fun of this. And, and quite honestly, it's where I see so much potential for this. So you know, out of the gate, the, the whole idea was that this opens it up to uh, to everyone. And you know, as you know, uh, obviously, Expo is is predominantly hockey. I can't put an exact number on it, but I've heard people estimate anywhere from seventy to ninety percent hockey. Um, you know, I've made a, a point of, of wanting it to be all all sports. Sports, uh, but without sacrificing kind of the, the roots of, of the show. Um, but also, this opens up to everybody. I, I think I don't know exactly. I think we've got twenty five percent of the vendors for this weekend are from the U.S. Um, I, I don't know. I can't tell you what percentage. Uh, I just don't have that data uh, in terms of the attendees. But uh, there's definitely a number that uh, that are uh, American, and it'll be a, a, a number of all like all sports will be uh, will be covered off. So. You know, I, I think that's a, an interesting and neat part of it. But so the, within the guest piece, I was really looking to get all kinds of opportunities uh, to have people there. And it, it opens it up. So I have everybody from, you know, Brandon Steiner of uh, uh, the Steiner Agency and formerly Steiner Sports. And now the Collectibles Exchange is going to be doing opening remarks. And I just met him, you know, uh, recently. I actually we haven't met up in person, but just through this. 
So he'll be doing that. Um, you know, Beckett as a you know big supporter of the event. Uh, to your, as you mentioned earlier, David Poole on, from the grading side is going to be there, uh, as, as well as Steve Grad on the uh, authentication side is going to be uh, speaking on uh, on Saturday. And uh, Eric Norton of uh, uh, previously of Fat Packs and now that handles their web stream will be interviewing uh, those guys. Um, and we also have. Uh, um, uh, obviously, the the session where uh, Austin's coming on, I shouldn't say obviously, um, is a another podcast called uh, Squid and the Ultimate Lease Fan. Squid is something I learned as well. Uh, I didn't know it was Rick Vives' uh, nickname, but yeah, so he and, and Mike Wilson, the Ultimate, Ultimate Lease Fan, had a, a new uh, podcast slash webcast. So they're coming on with uh, with Gary Lehman. Uh, originally, they were trying to get Andrew Chuck as well as kind of the three Leafs fifty goal scorers. Um, uh, weren't able to get him, but you know, pretty good idea of uh, of getting Austin to join, and and Austin had been talking to Vive in the past, so you know it's going kind of being called turning fifty or hitting fifty, uh, you know, because of how close uh, Austin is and how that will play out with this uh, kind of revised um, season and what that'll look like. So, uh, anyway, I mean, obviously, um, I had been doing some outreach to the PA and to the alumni about getting other guys to appear, um, and. Uh, yeah, there's all those opportunities that exist, and I was looking other you know, across other sports. There's a lot of really neat opportunities to do this. So, um, yeah, so we'll have uh, um, we'll have that on on Friday, and then and Saturday we have uh, um, we have uh, wrestler Bushwhacker from the WWE. Uh, we have Reggie Jackson, you know, who've uh, I mean, I'm not a baseball guy, but he's always the guy that's. Uh, I mean, if I recognize a guy, he's he's a <laughs> he's an icon in the sport. But I've always uh, admired admired him. Uh, he'll be on, and, and Brandon Steiner, who's a you know a, a longtime New York, born and bred in New York, is going to interview Reggie, uh, and then we'll have Phil Esposito. And the the cool thing about this experience, these experiences, is that uh, we can't do autographs the same way, obviously. Uh, but quite honestly, if we had had a, a live expo, that whole autograph portion would have been done differently anyway. So um, we'll be doing uh, the Q and As will be free with all the guests, uh, and then there'll be additional what we're calling VIP guest experiences. So, you know, you can buy a, say a, a two minute video chat with Reggie Jackson and then get a signed ball or something like that. Um, so it's, it's not the same, but it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, uh, yeah, those, those experiences and those are two pretty between Reggie and, and uh, Esposito, they're pretty, two pretty colorful guys um, with no shortage of things to say and, and stories to share. So. Yeah. That, that, that's awesome, man. I mean, I think it's, yeah. I think what's I think it's awesome that you found a way to bring the feel of the real expo to the virtual one by not just having vendor booths, but by having this main stage. You mentioned um, the Steiner piece. You mentioned the the Becca grading services uh, grader, who yep. I will be actually hosting that particular uh, main stage discussion. Yeah, um, Eric Norton, who works for who's a Beckett, who works at Beckett, he also hosts the their their YouTube live streaming show called Beckett Live Presents. So check out Eric's show as well. Um, he'll be he'll be interviewing Steve Grad. Steve Grad is a lead authenticator for Beckett Autograph Services. Steve will actually be the guest on this show, sport on my show, Sports Cards Live, yeah. um, coming up uh, on Saturday. He's actually next. He's actually next Wednesday. Excellent. Saturday is the Expo Recap right. episode, Steve. 
Um, we also have uh, as a guest too, I, I didn't mention uh, Jeff Wilson. And Jeff, uh, for those of you that may or may not know him, he's a sport card investor. He's got the uh, the YouTube show and, and he's yeah, he's very big on, on the, the hobby and as an investment opportunity. Um, and he, just a few weeks after I had, had announced my event, he, uh, he announced that he was doing, uh, he's calling it the virtual. And that's the, um, the virtual event that's taking place on the weekend that the national would have been. So, you know, initially I was uh, kind of oh, crap. Uh, you know, he's offering an expo that's, that's free. Um, this is competition, but, uh, yeah, I just decided what the hell I'll, I'll reach out to him and say, you know, let's work together, kind of uh, see how we can you know, build this, learn from each other. And he's going to be giving a, a talk on Friday on stage as well. So, um, yeah, it's, That'll be interesting. I'm very familiar with him and his his YouTube channel, Sports Card Investor. He's got yep. well over twenty thousand subscribers. I only have about four hundred and thirty. So everybody watching, <laughs> please subscribe. Let's catch let's catch Sports Card Investor's subscriber count. But he's got a lot more going on than just yeah. the YouTube channel. He's got a membership program. Yes. He's got a um, I forget the name of his tool. The uh, oh, market, market movers. Market mover. He's right. got his market movers tool, which is like a a way to track prices. And he really approaches the hobby from an investment perspective. And I will yeah. go as far to say a short-term investment perspective. It's all about who's hot now and what cards are going up today, what cards are going down today. So, you know, I look at investing and I talk about this almost every episode. I look at investing in sports cards in two different ways, two different approaches. There's your short-term kind of day trader approach, which I would liken more to what Jeff is doing. Nothing wrong with it. It's an approach and, and he's had some success. Then there's the long term, the the really the blue chip approach, the mm -hmm. the apples and the IBMs, and uh, you know the General Electric approach, where you're yeah. you're looking for your more long term hold. So, any in any event, his his um his session on the main stage will likely be extremely interesting. And I can tell you, he's a colorful character. He's very entertaining to watch. I love his. If anyone's seen, I'll do an imitation. If anyone's seen his episode, his, his show, and I'll have to make sure I don't wake up my family, but. His opening remarks are, Jeff, if you're watching, please, this is just for fun. But he opens up every episode where he goes, hello, sports card investors, and welcome to another episode. So he's really lively. He's got a great personality, and uh, I look forward to meeting him and uh, and and taking in and his, uh, his, his panel discussion. So anyway, lots of awesome things coming. Um, yeah. Let's get to some giveaways because we do want okay. to, I've forgotten to do them before. So let's not forget about the giveaways. Um, Amit, before we do, anything that you uh, you want to add? You've kind of been in the middle there. One thing I want everyone in the, I guess, viewing audience to be aware is Steve has been really working hard to get to know the hobby. Uh, I'm proud of you for talking about the lingo. You even mentioned you you dropped some lingo in chat today. That was impressive. Um, okay. He's actually been doing so. You're doing a lot of outreach on a corporate perspective, and I know this is a business, and you're trying to drive a business. But you've actually been reaching out to collectors and talking to people and asking them for their opinion. You're actually listening, and I want to. I appreciate your active listening in that regard, and uh, it's good to actually to get to know you on a more personal level, and, and as you and watch you as you you grow to bigger and better things. So thank you very much for all your support so far. Oh well, thanks for saying. Yeah, I mean the. Uh... You know, I, I'm I'm good at some things that I, I I know, but I also know I now know what I don't know about the hobby, and it's it's a lot. <laughs> I could write a book about it if uh, <laughs> if I knew the rest. Um, but I, I I was the same way prior to this. I was in the the, the fan expo, the Comic Con world, and 
you know, same thing. I, I didn't grow up in a hobby, so there's a ton to learn. But I love that it's based on passion, and uh, uh, you know, that cuts both ways. Like, and you guys know. I mean, when I first announced this concept, I took was getting some heat on on Facebook and so on. But you know what? I I had a good sense that there was an opportunity for this. Uh, there are enough other elements that are kind of moving this way and, and modernizing it in the hobby and in other spaces. And you know, through su the support and just the education and um, and not getting sucked down to those rabbit holes, um, yeah, it's there's a, there's a huge shift in, in tide, both in terms of the approach and the attitude and the excitement about this. And then you've seen that in the registrations; they've just gone, you know, quite uh, quite aggressively up. So awesome, appreciate. You know just to just to add a little bit to that, you know, st as Steve said, he doesn't come from the hobby background, um, but I noticed right away. Steve, when did you take over the show? So I've started. I've been doing both shows a year since 2016. Okay, so, so yeah. 16, 17, 18. So you've yep. had eight shows. Yep, eight, eight shows, shows. And now this one. Yeah. So I mean, I remember when I first met you uh, as a vendor, and I said to you, "Hey." Um, I'm not going to just re-sign up for next show. Give me my same booth. Take my, you have my credit card, take my deposit. And you're like, I've never really been involved in a trade show where the guys want the same booth show after show after show. Yeah. And I, I couldn't imagine not wanting the same yeah. booth show after show. People know where to find you if you're yeah. set up there. Right. So I thought that was funny. Um, and, uh, and, you know, to Amit's point even more, the fact that you're, your this is already your second appearance on sports cards live it just it just it, it proves to the to everybody watching all the attendees of the show the guy that owns the expo is just a guy like the rest of us mm, yeah. he's just really he it is his business it's his livelihood and he deserves to make a living from it but it you know he's trying to learn as much as he can and be you know be a part of this uh, and not just be a, a guy in a suit walking around the show and i'm happy to say he doesn't wear a suit at the show so at the real show. So, you know, <clears throat> thank, thank, thanks for that, Steve. It does make us as vendors and as, as, as avid hobbyists that much more connected to the, to the event. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, good. good. Okay. So Steve, guys, everybody watching as, as Amit and I mentioned earlier, we've dropped a couple of hints throughout the show. So we're now going to do a couple of giveaways and the giveaways in order to win one of these two prizes, you are going to have to put, your answer in the chat and I will be watching it. And the first person to get the answer correct is going to win the first prize. So here's the first prize. The first prize, I'm going to share my screen here, guys. So we're all going to go off to the side. This is the first prize. It's an autographed Eddie Shack hockey's most entertaining stories book written by Ken Reed, who again was my guest back on episode 18 a week ago yesterday. Check out that episode. Ken wrote this book. Steve is going to ship this to the winner. So this is the cover. And then here you go. There's a picture of the uh, autograph within the on the inside page of the book. So that is going to go to the first winner. Or actually, what we'll do is the first winner will have the choice. Yeah, we'll do it that way, I think. Okay. And the second prize is going to be another Ken Reed book, Hockey Card Stories 2, which we showed on the last episode last Wednesday. And there is the inside cover autograph. And what I love about this book is the inside page is meant to look like a piece of gum with all the flour on it that, that you, we used to find in wax packs. So it's totally off topic, guys, but it's funny. We we still call unopened cards wax, even though there's they don't use wax anymore. They use uh, they use like a foil type of wrapping or a plastic even so or, or tins and uh, boxes and all that foam. So those are the prizes. So. If everybody is ready, 
Um, yes, that is Ken Reed's autograph, uh, Paul. I'm gonna unshare the screen. We're gonna go, oh, we'll keep ourselves like that now. Why not? We'll go wide wide angle. So before we get to the first question, I'm gonna just run through the, the, the comments that have come in. Steve, here's one for you. Billy wants to know how many people typically attend the expo in person? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. So uh, between the two expos, we get between 16 and eight, and pardon me, 16 and 20,000 um, total for the year. Uh, it tends to be the falls a little bit heavier. So kind of 10 to 12 in the in the fall. And then the spring is uh, you know, more like eight uh, ish. But uh, so uh, again, part of why I'm I'm pretty happy with the attendance that we've got. And again, we've got a quarter of the number of booths that you typically would, uh, vendors, sorry, not booths, but. Sure. And you know, I can, I can say as a, as a guy who's been set up at Expo since around, since, since, um, since uh, well, several years ago, um, you know, I always, people always say, oh, you, you know, the fall Expo is the one to be at, but I'll tell you that spring Expo, I've had some banger shows at the spring Expo too. So it's not like one's better than the other. A lot of people like the the fall expo because Upper Deck Series One just comes out. Right. But you know the spring expo, you've got Series Two. You might have SP Authentic, um, and you've got playoff hockey too, which does help. You've got playoff basketball, which helps, and baseball has started as well. And let's not underestimate the power of basketball at the expo as of recent years. A couple more comments. Uh, Andy wants to know, Steve, can I drink Guinness in my booth? Well. <laughs> he, sure, he sure can at the virtual show, eh? That's right. He also wants to know how many cameras can I use at my booth? I mean, I can very quickly say the answer is like 10, right, Steve? Yeah, it, it's, again, there's a couple of factors with that. But if the average person has one computer, uh, then typically you'll have the camera on your computer. You could have a, a second USB camera. And many people will use their cell phone as a, a second or ter third camera. Um, as well. So there's lots of different ways to do it. Uh, some of the folks, um, I think the folks at Dolly's are going to have actually two different uh, cameras set up in different parts of the store. So it really can be configured any way that you want. You can have, um, and I think the Frameworth guys are going to be doing this, they could have one person in remotely um, dialing into the same account and one person in the store. So uh, yeah, it's really wow. unlimited. And, yeah. but I heard you talking earlier about some of the things you need to manage, just like mute, you know, muting second devices and that kind of thing. But yeah, there's there's lots, flexible. lots of configurations. Even in, in when I the, the the booths I was able to see today, there's everything. Everything everyone was different. Um, yeah. For myself, I'm going to have myself on one camera, and I'm going to use a second camera, which is really going to be a, a phone. Just just folk just aimed at, at a showcase that's on the floor beside me, so that I have some eye candy for the show. Yeah. Okay. Ziggy says Jeff from Sports Card Investor mentioned the expo tonight at our members only meeting. So. He has a membership program and I guess he has these member only meetings where he gives away some cards. And uh, so that's cool to hear that he mentioned it. I don't know how many members he has. That would be interesting to know, but uh, definitely some people heard about that today. Um, Ethan Schwartz says, what is the ultra pro kids break? Can you speak to that at all, Steve? You know what, um, in any detail? No, I can't, but ultra pro has been a, a great bigger part of the show for the last, uh, I think this will be their fourth show. Uh, they're a tremendous group to work with. Um, again, a, a, a company I did know from from before because they're also in the comic and gaming space. But uh, um, they are, as 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 is Upper Deck and as are a lot in the hobby, are really focused on trying to get more uh, young people to get into the collected game, which is you know, we all want to see that. It, it's super uh, super admirable. So they've been doing these kid breaks at the the, the live expo the last uh, I think 
the last two shows and they've been super, super successful. Um, so they just continue with that. So I don't know exactly what, what it is they're breaking and I, I should, but that's where I, I uh, my lack of words uh, comes out. Hey, but, uh, that, that's okay, man. I yeah. mean, and, and that's for people to go check out and Ultra Pro yep. is going to actually be doing a factory tour as well. Yeah. So, so check out their booth, ask them the questions. <laughs> don't, don't fear asking questions of any of the vendors especially the ultra pro guys. If you want to know when they're going to do the, the, the factory tour, I know I want to see that. And I yeah. mean, I know what were you, what were you telling me? You want to, you want to nerd out and check that too. Don't you? hundred percent. I want to see the stuff you don't normally see. So I, I I'm all, I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And another cool thing about, you know, you just, you just kind of put a thought into my mind there, Steve, in terms of the, or, or even uh, Ethan with a question in terms of the kids breaks. I mean, if you if you're watching the show and you're going to be checking out the expo and you've got kids, let them check it out with you. Let them meet some of the vendors on on screen. I mean, we want to grow the hobby. It's in everyone's best interest. We love the hobby. We think everybody should love it. So, you know, let your kids be a part of it. When you come back to the real expo, bring your kids to the real expo. People always say it's not a hobby for kids anymore. Well, you know, I agree. It's not anymore about buying a piece of gum and getting 10 cards with it, but there are still kids in the hobby and there are still products that are very suitable and fitting towards the kids. So don't underestimate how many kids there are or yeah. the kids do like cars. So kids love their video games, but more and more kids are loving cards right now. And there's a lot of cards in the news and in the media. TMZ is talking about it regularly now. I mean, not the kids are watching TMZ, but there's lots of information out there and kids are being exposed to it more. Steve, what do you want to jump in with? Well, I was just going to say, I mean, you look at what StockX and some of the whole, like the, their move from from just streetwear and, and watches and they've gone heavy into uh, into cards and you're seeing guys like Gary Vee that are really, you know, uh, big in that market space uh, you know, with that demographic. Um, so it's, it's become super hot at all levels. Yeah. And I think we shouldn't complain about it. A lot of people, a lot of people are kind of skeptical of, um, of Gary V and uh, and this Vegas Dave character, I don't know either of these guys personally, but I don't I don't really have an opinion on Vegas Dave. But as far as uh, Gary V goes, I, I do believe the guy is a genuine person and um, just loves helping people. Um, so you know, I think I think he and I think he's a I think he's actually a collector and I think he's not adverse to making money. And if he sees an opportunity, he'll do it. But um, you know, if he, if he sees a player he likes, he'll invest and uh, see where it goes. In any event, okay. Last question, and then we're gonna go and do the trivia. The first, the last question, Steve. This is from Andy. You came over from the Fan Expo Toronto Comic Con. How long were you there? How long were you there? Never knew you back then. Yeah, I started with uh, working with Amon back in two thousand and six, um, and I worked with him basically from then. And I had never been to Fan Expo before. Um, I helped him with sponsorships and and kind of. Uh, moved over the years and, and eventually took over running it as president uh, until 2013. And many people will remember that one because that's the year that we did sports um, at uh, at Fan Expo, which is how I got to know Al and the uh, and the Sport Card Expo. Um, so there was a year as we moved Fan Expo into the entire convention center where we needed to expand, and that's uh, that was actually a Mons roots. So uh, yeah, I had a seven eight year run with uh, uh, with that that cool. category. It was pretty cool. fun. Very cool. Okay, so I, for everybody, I just added Amit's Instagram account to the ticker. If you want to follow Amit on Instagram, he is at Titan Hockey Stick. Please go follow Amit on Instagram. Uh, myself, I'm at Lee underscore cards. My name is Jeremy Lee, and I'm Lee underscore cards on Instagram. Please follow me there. 
Uh, on Twitter, I have a, I created a, a Twitter account for Sports Cards Live. It is Sports Cards Liv One. Someone else had the the full name, so they subbed out the E for the one. So check that out. Um, and let's see another comment. All right, thanks for sharing. Says Andy, great. Okay, trivia time. So the first question for the choice of the two books. If everybody is ready, who is still tuned in, the first question is: What booth number? Do Amit and I set up at at the true at the regular expo? We mentioned this earlier on in the episode. If anybody was paying attention and knows what booth number we were we set up at at expo, type it in that comment box, and you're gonna have your choice of the Eddie Shack book or the um, the Hockey Card Stories two. And the winner is oh, so many people got it right all of a sudden. <laughs> Earl Strohmeyer was first. Earl beat out Zach Danner, Brian Palmer, Ziggy No, Barry Ma, Al G, Chris Wells. Wow. Oh, so many people got right. Josh Glover, PLJ, Corey Wilson. Okay, so the winner is Il- Earl Strohmeyer. Earl, what you need to do to claim this prize is somehow send me your address and i will forward it on to steve or steve can they just email you directly at your um at the expo or so sure. I can- yeah yeah and yeah just sales at sportcardexpo.com and i'll okay I'll, and I'll um yeah so it's sales at sportcardexpo.com no plural sales at sportcardexpo.com earl congratulations you win your choice of the two books and you got in there quick yeah bon halen darn lag if you're watching on Facebook, you're probably not going to win this prize because you're 10 seconds behind. If you're watching on YouTube, and I urge you to watch on YouTube over Facebook and subscribe, please, you have a better chance at winning. Okay, second question. <clears throat> Earlier on in the episode, Amit paid paid homage to the sausage dealer. How did he do it? How did Amit pay homage to the to the Expo sausage dealer? Anybody? No. Brian Palmer. Brian Palmer with the win. Cologne, he says. That's right. Amit spray. He he sprayed a scent into the air in front of him and breathed it in to 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 get a reminder of what it's like. There we go. There it is again. Everybody loves the sausage guy at Expo. Oh, to pepperoni, says Art Ma. That is right. That is right. I actually had a plan, uh, Jeremy, where if I had a bit, bit more uh, runway, I was going to put together for the VIP packages. Uh, it would include a little bundle of sausages with each one and send them out in advance. That would have been hilarious. I, yeah. I think I, I, I do think that there was be an opportunity for the sausage guy to actually sell some product at the show. I mean, he sells enough at the real show. Yeah. Why not pack it up and... I mean yeah. that stuff. That stuff can travel, right? It doesn't need to. St- it's got a good shelf life, I would think. No. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So, guys, I mean, that's. Uh, I think. I think we've done a good job here. I think we've um, pretty much covered. Uh, I'm just gonna switch the view here. Sorry, guys. Um, okay, we'll leave it as is. So. Anything else, Amit, any comments, Steve, any sort of parting comments? Um, anyone else from the viewer that wants to say anything, guys, the show? Steve, what are the hours of the show? Yeah, the hours are 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, both Friday and Saturday. Uh, 11? It's pretty pretty full schedule. So 
um, yeah, I, I said the, uh, uh, I think we'll hit the 5,000 number. I would just invite and encourage everybody to come out and check it out. And uh, yeah, I, it's not going to be perfect, but I think it's going to be pretty good. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to somehow integrating this into future expos as well. Awesome. Awesome. So Earl, you're going to send Steve an email. You're going to tell him which book you want. And then um, Brian, you are going to also send Steve an email, Brian Palmer, Steve, just for your records. Okay. We'll also send you an email and Steve will send Brian. Steve will send you the other book that is not claimed by Earl. Uh, there yeah. were a whole bunch of other correct answers that came in after Brian's on the, uh, the cologne or the spray. So thank you everybody for paying attention. Wish we could give everybody something, but uh, keep on tuning into the show as the, as the weeks and months go by and we'll try and do more. Corey Wilson wants to say thank you for all your hard work, Steve. Yeah, uh, it's nice to see Steve get a few accolades. It's a, I think it's a, it can be a lonely place to be sometimes when you're running this show. And, uh, you know, there's, I think everybody knows that there's a lot of critics in this hobby. There's a lot of people that don't give it time and people that think that things need to be sort of presented right away. Um, so, you know, let's, let's, let's build this thing together. It's going to be, yeah. um, it's going to be something that I think will live on for a while let's let's like it, it's part of the hobby it's part of our hobby amit add something on there for me i want to say this is a new era of the way we are going to be living together working together and playing together so virtual is the new future or is the future and it will be the future um remember to be courteous to all your dealers and sellers and all the people you engage with please you know take the time to take it to get to know us talk to us and reach out to us at the expo and off the expo and on instagram we just want to meet people and, and, and expand our knowledge of the hobby and, and our, our passion for the hobby. So I'm going to steal a line, the passion that unites us all. It's so true. It's cheesy, but it's so true. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Steve, how about you? Parting comment to the viewers? Well, it, it's, I really would echo what, uh, what Amit just said. And, and uh, Jeremy, you mentioned it earlier that I've really enjoyed and continue to enjoy getting to know each of the guys. And there's so many really neat characters that, uh, uh, it's 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 great to be able to understand it. and that's what makes it so fun i mean yeah you could just go and buy on ebay but uh, it's so much more fun to uh, really understand the stories and and hear the stories so that's it's a big part of why i you know i brought the uh, the guest uh, experiences and so on it's just people want to hear the stories there it's the passion runs it does run deep and it's uh, it's fun to engage for sure for sure i i agree completely it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun weekend Let's get to know each other. Let's um, let's just continue hobbying as we have. Brett, Brett, who's a regular viewer. Oh, man, another missed another episode. Hey, Amit, hope you're well. Good evening, everyone. Brett, welcome to the show as always. You can go back and watch us. If anyone came in late, guys, the shows, all the show, all the Sports Cards Live episodes live on the, on the YouTube channel, Sports Cards Live. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Please go subscribe. Trying to build up the show. I will be hosting on the main stage a panel with senior, with Beckett Grading Services senior grader David Poole at 1.15 p.m. Eastern, potentially subject to change. So keep your eyes on the schedule. Um, on the main stage, we're going to be talking about everything grading in the hobby. So that'll be very interesting. Yeah. Um, Jim says, nice win, Earl, the biggest hockey collector in West Virginia. So there we go, an American <laughs> tuning in. Love it. And Earl's, Earl's uh, someone who watches the show. Thank you for tuning in. And Scott says, I've been dealing with the meat for years, and he even welcomed me into his home when we made an in-person deal at his place. Just a stand-up guy. 
right? This is a community people. We are all, we are friendly people. It meets one of the best to deal with. So don't have fear dealing with the vendors. Protect yourself where you can, if you need to, you know, just, you know, transact as you would normally. We want this to be as much like a normal expo as possible. Guys, I think this was an amazing episode. Thank you both for joining Amit, especially you for coming on. I mean, you're some, it's, it's really important to me that Amit, who's one of my best friends in the hobby, got to join the show for the 20th episode. Steve, this is the 20th episode. I think you were on originally episode six or seven. Yeah, it was early on. I want to be like Alec Baldwin, though, on Saturday Night Live and get the most. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the most, the most appearances, the right. most appearances, exactly. Uh, okay, I'm going to run through the, the remaining comments, and we're going to sign off, guys. So very quickly, uh, Jim, nice win, Earl. Yes, we did that one. Scott, we did that one. Earl, thanks, Jim and Jim. And Earl has made his way to the Real Expo, too. That's great to hear. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody, for viewing tonight. We look forward to seeing you all at the Expo this weekend, the Virtual Expo. And then we, of course, look forward to seeing you all at future Virtual Expos, as well as the real thing. Good night, everybody. Subscribe, view in the future, hobby up, hobby it up. Be kind to everybody and see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.